Hey, Jennifer. Hi, Mandy. How are you? Good. How was your week? My week was good. How was yours? Good. Um, I actually spent most of the week recovering. I went to the ski hill. Have you guys been to the ski hill yet at all? No, my kid has, but I haven't. It is. It's really good. This last weekend, there was lots and lots of snow, tons of people. Everything was working well. Um, and uh, my daughter, Shelby, got to where she was going up this tow rope all by herself mm -hmm. and going nonstop. And so I was going nonstop with her, just up and down and up and down and up and down. Well, Saturday, everything was hunky-dory. Sunday morning, I could not walk. Like, it was so bad. And I don't even know what was hurting. It was it was my foot, it was my knee, it was my hip. Everything was hurting so stinking bad. I had to get my cane back out because oh. like I'd try to like walk and it was not like just like limping cause you're sore. It would like, there'd be no way I could put pressure on it. There'd be no way like I would get stuck in the middle of the living room or in the middle of the kitchen and I'm like, help. It's like hop over oh. to somewhere to where I could like sit down. So then, like, Monday wasn't any better. I, like, brought my cane with me everywhere I went because I was, like, I don't want to get stuck in public. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, I, I was so sad. On Sunday, I was so sad. And this is where, like, I'm really happy that I have Anthony mm -hmm. <laughs> because he's, like, the perfect person for me. Like, I'm sure there's lots of great people out there, but, like, Anthony's really perfect for me. <laughs> and uh, I was telling him, I'm, like, I'm just frustrated because I feel like I should be good. I should be better. I should be just working on getting stronger now. And it like, then this sort of thing happens where Saturday, I didn't hurt anything. I didn't crash. I didn't do nothing. It didn't hurt to ski. But Sunday and Monday and even Tuesday, like I was broken. I could not do anything. And I was so frustrated with myself. Aww. <sighs> So, you know, of course, it gives me like a little pep talk, but it just made me cry more. <laughs> but um, so, yeah, most of the week was spent just recovering. And oh. today I at least could walk without a cane. <laughs> so that was good. And that was your wounded leg, right? From the mm -hmm. accident? Yeah. Was it like a sore pain or was it It was just... like shooting pain, oh. like nerve pain almost. But it was like, I and I couldn't, I couldn't pinpoint it. I had no idea what was hurting. It was all, it was everything. And it just was not, not okay. Hmm. <laughs> well, I think that pain has a purpose. And maybe your pain <laughs> may slow down. Well, no, it was just reminding you of the opportunity you had. Like yeah. Here you were playing with your kids in the snow. And that was so easily almost taken away. Yeah. And yeah. so maybe you needed a little refresher reminder. Yeah. And that's where like, I feel like I, I just want to get back to normal and do all that stuff. Like, yeah. and then I, but you are back Spend to normal. Week You're, we're so lucky what to have you. you. Through changed everybody else too. I, you. you know what? I had so many people tell me that they started buckling their kids better. See, they put their kids back in a five point harness. Like I had people that are like, the way that you said something about car seats, like mm -hmm. that got to me more than any commercial or anything like that because, mm -hmm. I mean, that's what saved our kids' lives was having them in right and. Yeah. And, and, now and I didn't realize that people didn't put their kids in right. Like, I, I mean, honestly, didn't have a purpose for it until I heard your pain. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were just going fishing. Yeah. 
I know. I heard about someone locally that actually traded in their car for what they considered a safer vehicle after your accident because they yeah. said if that would have happened in their vehicle, yeah, they would not have been safe. And when we had the rental car afterwards, like I did not like it because it was the same brand but a smaller version, you know. And I was like, mm -hmm. nope, I want to be bigger than everybody else out there. Have <laughs> <laughs> a semi truck. Yeah, exactly. My kids are in the cargo. <laughs> Anthony had sent me a text message of like uh, uh, one of those tanks. Oh, He's all that I found your next like a, car. A <laughs> no, 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 it was a tank. Oh, it was a real tank. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to go very fast. I don't think he cared. So, so what about you, Jennifer? Did you do anything this week? How's your, how's your, uh, liver journey? Oh, my liver journey. So all of the tests has come back. Transplant come, um, team came back and said that my liver is, Good in size, but I have a condition called fatty liver, which is super common. But because of that, I have to lose some weight to get the fat out of my liver to be able to do it. But once I lose that weight, then we're all good to go. So now I'm in a special super keto exercise mode, which <laughs> right. I definitely miss carbs, but that's okay. I had pizza tonight. Oh, why would I'm you sorry, tell me that? So <laughs> why would you tell me that? I was eating a scone in the car waiting. So. That's as bad as you coming in smelling like donuts that day. <laughs> so not donuts. <laughs> but. Um, I was pre-diet too. I know. That's horrible. And then you asked me if I wanted coffee. And I usually get coffee every day. So that was I'm another sorry. killer. Black coffee. I can't do it. Uh, it you can. My good coffee, you can drink it black. My coffee was always cold, tastes like chocolate, and didn't taste like coffee at all. <laughs> so you drink so she like yeah. warm creamer. Yeah. She likes warm creamer. Yeah. So, yeah, it was not good. But so I've we been... also have a new thing, right? Yeah. Our momisms. Our momisms. You got some momisms for us? So usually we do our own kids, but I um, thought that I heard this really cute one on Facebook. And since we're all about our community, why don't we do some momisms from the community? So recently, um, I don't even know if she said say names. I didn't ask her, so I'm not going to. But it was a mom and a daughter, and the mom um, was talking with her daughter. And the daughter says, Mom, are you tired? And the mom goes, yeah, about to have you drive, and then I'll take a nap in the back. And they were on a car ride, so that's pretty much where that came from. And then the daughter says, but, Mom, I don't have a driver's license. <laughs> But maybe if you dress me up like a little old lady, we can make this work. <laughs> and then the daughter says, I wish mom would have more kids so that I would have less chores. <laughs> and then she had to get it with the knock knock joke. And everyone knows those kids go through that stage of like nothing but knock Awful knock jokes. Knock knock and jokes. everything's funny. Yeah, but this one I actually funny. thought was pretty funny. Banana. <laughs> yeah. The only one I can remember. <laughs> yeah. The little girl goes, knock, knock. Mom, Mom goes, who's there? Little girl goes, turtle. Turtle who? Turtle who? She goes, turtles can breathe through their butts. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> can they? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. But when I read that on Facebook, I laughed too because I thought that was hilarious. Did that really appear to have a nose? Maybe you have a button nose. <laughs> I have no idea. We might have to uh, Google that later. Uh, but what about you, Mindy? Any momisms? Uh, no, but you know what? Really, I don't know if this is a momism, maybe, but what is so frustrating to me. Mm -hmm. So we go to Ivana's on Wednesdays. Everybody knows this. And Shelby, I was so proud of myself. 
we got, I got dinner done and all this stuff, kids up from their naps, everything. Dinner was done by 5.15. Awana starts at 5.45. I asked Shelby to put her shoes and socks on. Mm-hmm. 5.38, her shoes and socks were still not on. Oh. She didn't like the way her socks felt. She, mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, this kid, I thought it took 10 minutes to put her socks on. I am corrected now. I think it's 15. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. Oh, at no. all with this like is it's it a so, texture thing so, like, yeah texture she's a comfort person hmm. and like so she wanted her socks inside out hmm. which she wore them all day normal hmm. all day so it was just all of a sudden she couldn't stand it hmm. a little tired baby i don't know she just hmm. i don't know so then i'm like i'm leaving sorry see ya Socks, no like, socks. Nope, we're you going. are not staying with me. So he loaded her up. <laughs> He's like, you're going. Yeah. So everyone kind of heard this like third voice in our conversation so far. So that's Tatum. Tatum. Hello, Tatum. Hi. I don't even think we need a last name. No. Everybody knows who Tatum is. They do. But they might yeah. not know how to say it or spell it. Well, I know you as Tatum Dunn. Mm. I never remember your last name now. And you've been married how many years? Almost 11. <laughs> <laughs> Tatum Allheiser. Yes. So a little, we kind of talked about this t- last time. We were all in the same class and graduated all together. So that's why Mandy said we were having a little reunion. Which we are having a reunion. A Has anybody one. a legit? And everybody's yeah. jumping on our bandwagon and join with us because COVID ruined last year's yeah. and the year before. I guess they just dropped the ball. That's my and brother's. So, I invited him on Facebook. Yay. My brother's living in New Zealand. He's like, yeah, I'm probably not going <laughs> to make that. But you're not going to leave New Zealand to come to Modoc? Come well, on. Well, I think COVID has to, like, not mm-hmm. exist anymore. They're pretty much in Yeah, they're pretty strict, yeah. huh? And you can't go there either, right? No. You can self-quarantine and pay for it yourself for three weeks. Ooh, ouch. But I love my brother, but that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a lot. So... We asked Tatum to come on today because Tatum has a special situation I thought was worth discussing and giving some input and help out there to moms who may be in the same situation, who may not know what to go about or if how they're feeling is okay. Or like even a lot of the um, education out there and just getting some of the um, awareness. Like I I think it's a great thing to have awareness about everything, you know, Mm -hmm. but um. Yeah, because Tatum, you're a special ed teacher too, right? I am. Yep. Yeah. This is my eighth year teaching, but um, yeah, I've been doing special ed kind of from the beginning. Um, so do you just want me to talk about my so let's story? let's go all the way back to the beginning, Tatum. To the very beginning. Very, yes. Like, do you know I literally got my pregnancy test here? You did. I did. Oh, so wow. because we didn't have a hospital that was delivering babies, mm-hmm. I had to get a positive pregnancy test and then send it to the doctor in Reading before they would schedule my appointment. So I actually came mm-hmm. here. And you were already, and you'd already had Liberty. Yes, yes. So I have an older daughter, Liberty, and she's 10, and she is neurotypical. So you might hear me refer to. What does that mean? So she develops typically. Oh, okay. The new normal, right? <laughs> but what is typical and what is normal? I think we can all kind of argue that mm-hmm. nobody really is typical or normal, but right. that's no. what they're referred to. And then atypical would be referring to my son Noah because he is not typical, therefore. But you don't want to say not typical. Or you mm-hmm. don't want to say not normal either. Yeah. So it's more of like, yeah, it's atypical, atypical and typical. 
Yeah. Just gotcha. neurodeveloping either typically or atypically. Gotcha. Okay. So um, I'm going to ask lots of questions. I oh, am, the, the, I am yeah. the question asker. Please. Jennifer's the nurse. So like <laughs> I, I have all the questions all the time. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and interrupt me at any time. So if I do say anything that's crazy. Um, I guess I would, I want to start, I guess, uh, when I was pregnant with Noah, my son, who has special needs, who is um, atypical, um, I would have this like reoccurring dream that when he was delivered and he was wrapped up in a little blanket and the nurse would hand him to me, he would slip in between my fingers and I couldn't hold him. Like it was like he had turned into slime and he would just slip in between the cracks of my fingers and I would be like, I'm dropping my baby. I'm dropping my baby. And, um, it reoccurred at least five times and I would wake up and I would be like, (sighs) 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 okay. And then David was on, um, the chips fire, my husband, David, and I was pregnant and I had Liberty and I was chasing around Liberty. And I had thought to myself, I was outside and I'm like, I haven't felt Noah move. Like I haven't felt him move in a little while. So I got on Google and they're like, oh, if you don't feel your baby move, drink some orange juice or eat some ice cream and the sugar will activate them and they'll start to move. So I went and drank some orange juice and sure enough, he moved. And I was like, oh, fine. He's fine. But then I started to think when I was pregnant with Liberty, she would kick and you could see her foot and there'd be like an elbow and there'd be like a head and yeah. And there would be just like weird body parts and they were really aggressive and they would wake me up or people could see them. And you know, and it was just like this woo thing. And it got me to think after I drank that orange juice and felt him move that I'd never seen him kick. How far along were you? Um, so this was like August, late August. No, actually it was September. So, and he was born in December. So it was still pretty early, I guess. Right. Six months months. early about 20 weeks, right? Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. that's when you can start, right, Jennifer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 17 to 23 weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. So this was end of September and he's born early December. So I was definitely far enough long that you should have been able to see a foot and, Mm -hmm. you know, and so I started thinking, I'm like, oh, and then I kind of just like brushed it off. Like, oh, he's so good to mommy. He just, he just doesn't kick mommy. He loves mommy. He just moves around. Boys are different. Well, that would come into play really (laughs) quickly. Um, and so then I had Noah and he was born on Pearl Harbor, December 7th of, um, December, um, 2012. So what about, what about all the maternal testing that you have to do? Anything show up? Ultrasounds, everything good. Everything was normal, healthy and amazing. Um, he was measuring small, but Liberty measured small. Mm-hmm. If you know Liberty, she's, you know, rambunctious and smart and active and, you know, she's amazing and she's Liberty. And so it was nothing new. Like I wasn't a large pregnant person for Liberty. I wasn't very large for Noah. So there was no concern. Um, and then he was born and my husband, David and I, you know, you have that moment of like, Oh, our son, he's so cute. Oh my gosh, we meet amazing babies. Look how incredible we are. You know, <laughs> and then I kind of looked at my husband. I'm like, does he feel like he's like melting in your arms? Mm-hmm. And it was like, all of a sudden my dream. I'm like, he just didn't hold his form and he would hold mm-hmm. him. And he just kind of like melted into you, into the blanket and he could move and he could turn his head and everything looked fine. But then when he was still, it just was this like, Oof. and 
So not the normal like infant no. reflexes where no. their hands are tight, mm -hmm. their legs are tight, mm -hmm. and they're all like into themselves. No, he just melted like in the dream. Oh man. And so David's like, yeah, something's not right. And I was like, yeah. So of course you ask the nurse. They're like, yeah, he's kind of lethargic. It is a little concerning, but you know, we'll run our tests and the hearing and all of that. And yeah, he'll be fine. I'm like, okay. Do, 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 do. Oh, he's fine. He's a boy. They're different. I'm like, well, I'm aware that boys and girls are different. <laughs> and I'm not going to ever try to compare Noah to Liberty. But there's something that is really pinging wrong. And then we had the doctor and he said, no, he's fine. He's lethargic. It's almost winter. They're like, what? oh, yeah, I did. Does winter affect babies? No. no. Okay. I didn't think so either. So, was um, September. so you're trying to say babies day. born in the summertime are going to be more energetic than babies that are born in the wintertime? Like maybe you thought they were going to hibernate. I'm not sure. Wow. Yeah. And so we went to our, um, is this home. pretty rare? What? Noah? Noah's condition oh, is Noah pretty rare. Is rare. Noah is the only Noah. Let's, yeah. So, okay. So they were, so they clueless. had no they were idea. Honestly, clueless. Yes. And so at our three weeks checkup, you know, babies at three weeks are turning their heads. I mean, Liberty was already ordering us to do that. <laughs> you know? And here was Noah, and he was just the same as he was the first moment we held him. Hadn't lifted up his head, hadn't done a lot. And he um he was really a weak nurser. So I was pumping and all of that. And he would take it from the bottle, but like latching was difficult, and you could tell he was trying. But it was he was fighting to hold his head up and use the muscles in his mouth that it just was so much work that he was so content when he gave him the bottle. Mm -hmm. And that could be a whole nother podcast about mm -hmm. rejection, like as mm -hmm. a mother going through postpartum. Yeah. I can't feed my baby. Why is my baby not watching? He's rejecting me. And then my watching my husband feed him with the bottle because he'd be like, let's just give him the bottle, like pump it and I'll feed him. And I would just sit there and be angry. Like, yeah, oh, what is it's such a bonding moment um, when you do breastfeed yeah. and it's like a relaxing moment too. Oh yeah. For you. And like the pump does not let down. No. The pump just felt so Wrong. Foreign. Forced. <laughs> it just felt forced and, and foreign, yeah. And then I'd play, oh, maybe I can hold him while I'm pumping and it'll stimulate more. And it was just, oh, it was, like I said, that could be another yes, yeah. whole different there's, conversation there's for women who struggle with that can do that, that can pump mm -hmm. exclusively. And I give them so yep, much kudos. Too. That's the hardest thing. It was hard. I did it for 15 months. Wow. Yeah. Tatum, yeah. way to go. That's amazing. <laughs> Pat on the back. But it was really hard. And I think immensely and emotionally, like, totally. Like, I just yeah. kept putting my body through because I was like, I will give him breast milk. It will make him, you know, stronger. stronger. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and plus and, you're yeah. stressing about this, what's going on with the baby. Right. Well, why won't he do this? Right. This isn't normal. So right. you're stressed. Mm -hmm. You have that. Now you've and got now, all this Go ahead and produce the milk. Why not? Yeah. You know why you're mm -hmm. at yeah. Yes, exactly. So that was, yeah, that was fun. I think that was the only time I really wished my husband could breastfeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we, we noticed, you know, in three weeks, they're like, oh, no, you know, just give him some time. You know, babies are all different, which I agree. Um, but I, I kept thinking, like, this is not right. And, you know, my parents are very supportive and they're amazing. And I remember my mom kind of being like, he's he's floppy. You know, mm -hmm. it's like that floppy baby syndrome kind of thing. Like, he just kind of just... You would move him and he would move and he just would stay where you moved him. 
And then he could he could move his arms and legs back, but it kind of came in such a like really Forced. abnormal movement. Like he just kind of like when your leg is, is asleep and your dead mm -hmm. leg or something like that, and you're exactly yeah. Like it was almost a foreign object that he was controlling. Um, and so it was at his three month checkup that um, they referred us to a neurologist. And that was a horrible experience. Um, again, my husband's gone on another fire because by then it'd come around to fire season and he was gone. And um, I went to go see a neurologist and he, without even looking at our son, Noah, he diagnosed him with the death sentence. He was like, <gasps> what? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. He's like, well, we're going to run. Um, I'm, I'm, he has MS. I had really bad neurologists, too. Yes, so neurologists manner, are not my favorite The bedside people. manner was so, yeah. like, devastating. I'm like, you do realize this is my child? And you just, and, of course, I Googled everything. I've been researching low muscle tone, like, floppy baby, no head control. And so I had gone down that horrible, dark, dark tunnel right? already. Mm -hmm. And when he threw out, at the time it was a death sentence, now, since I think like 2015, they've come up with a preventative um, injection that they can do. But they, he said, uh, he had, in my professional opinion, he has SMA type 2, which he would have died before his first birthday. What is oh. SMA? Um, spinal muscular atrophy. And it's, it's, it's devastating. Disease. So what is that? What? So is that what he has? No, that is not what he has. Okay. That's what okay. the first neurologist threw out. And I was like, oh, what? No. And, you know, it was just like that. No, I've Googled that. And he's not getting worse. He's actually getting stronger. He's just not getting stronger very quickly. Like I could tell, like at three months old, he was trying to lift his head up. He was trying to play. He was trying to, yeah, to prop up and engage with people. He was really trying. And Noah from day one has given us everything he's got. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, no. Those diseases go backwards. They atrophy. They go in reverse. My son is going forward. Can't you see? And so, of course, second opinion. Wait, wait, wait to fight it. Wait to uh, not like accept it and like yeah. Because you always got to take that like science is well. Science is always evolving. Well, and people, the doctors are humans. Yep, they're not. And you like you said, this is Noah rare. Yeah, yeah, they're Noah. right. Plus, doctors are kind of trained. To don't go down the foxholes. Right. See what you have, and usually that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Don't always go way out into the weeds. You know, go right here. Because this, this is super rare, but this isn't as rare, so it's probably this. That's so not the majority of the time, it is the most common thing. Right. And what we would find out that finding Noah's diagnosis would be literally a needle in a haystack. Um, so we went to our next neurologist, and she was like, no. It's not SM, uh, SMA type 2. I've seen it. You can tell right away. But what I can tell you is I don't know what he has. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> You're acknowledging that there's something, but you don't know. Because yeah, I couldn't I find, I mean, I'm a Google expert now. <laughs> like, I couldn't find anything wrong with him either, you know. And so, but it felt so good for her to be like, I don't know. And she said, because he's not in any pain mm -hmm. that we could tell and there isn't anything life-threatening, let's take some time. You know, she's like, I'll talk to colleagues, I'll do some research, and we'll start meeting every three awesome. months. And so we started coming every three months, um, and she was wonderful. And finally, she said, I'm not seeing the improvement that I want. I've kind of ruled out a whole bunch of stuff, um, X and Y. 
I would like you to refer you to a specialist down in um, at Shriners in UC Davis. And I said, okay, woohoo, finally. Um, and then we went into Shriners and they sent us to a neurologist that did the brain and the spine. And he kind of was like, I don't think it's his brain or his spine, but you're here, let's rule it all out. So you did all the CAT scans and the MRIs and did all that. And he's like, there is nothing wrong with your son's brain. Your son's brain is is perfect. You know, it's it's normal, it's typical. And his spine is fine and I, that's not a concern. It's muscular. And I, that's not my field of expertise. And so I would like to refer you to a muscular neurologist. So we went to him and he's Dr. Craig McDonald and he we've been with him the longest. and. Um, he works at Shriners and at UC Davis, and he did the muscle biopsy, and he has done all sorts of testing for Noah. And he finally, you know, threw up his hands and goes, I'm done. That's all I got. It's muscular, but I don't know why. I can't figure out what's wrong with him or what's causing him to build muscle so painfully slow. And finally, he said, I want to send you to the Mind Institute to do genetic research and genetic testing. Because at this point, whatever it is, nobody else has come forward with it. So we don't have anything to go off of. And it's going to be found in his genes at this point and not something that we can, you know, identify. So does he think that it's maybe passed down that maybe you or your husband have this gene? question. Or do you think it was a mutation? like a spontaneous mutation? That, so that's the great question. And I will tell you, my husband and I went down in um, April of 2018 um, after we had exhausted all of the other neurologists and ruled out everything. Every known diagnosis and disease and disorder, everything, Noah was normal. And so when they sent us to the geneticist, um, she took uh, blood from my husband, David, and I, and from Noah, and then took little polyps of skin from our arms, and then they grew our cells from our blood on our skin, and they studied it, and they threw everything at it to see what would stick, and they ran it through a whole bunch of stuff, and it wasn't until two years later we finally found a variant a change in Noah's DNA. Um, they ruled it out. My husband and I do not carry it. So it was not genetic. It happened in embryo. So Noah is the only one. He's what's called an originator. And it is the craziest thing. It is his gene, his GRIA3. And the change was denoted on the 1952nd genotype. The letter A should have been represented there, and instead he has the letter G. Mm. One tiny, mm. insignificant yeah. variant or change. The something tiniest. Something got messed up in that. Right, in the DNA. Uh, in the DNA. And so he is actually, it's on his X chromosome. And so the geneticist said that it will skip a generation. So if when Noah has children, um, his sons will not get it because he'll give the Y to his sons, he'll give the X to his daughters, but they believe because it's on the X chromosome that women who would carry it, would, their body kind of does this magical thing and can override an error like that. So a lot of us have variants and changes, right. but there isn't something as significant as Noah's symptoms. 
And so when he goes to have kids, his daughters will be carriers and then his daughter's sons will be at risk. Mm. So your so your granddaughters will have a lot to think about. Right. When they go to have children. That's um, Shelby has mm-hmm. NF1, mm-hmm. which, and she has the spontaneous gene mutation. Mm-hmm. So she's an originator. Mm-hmm. Anthony and I don't have it. Yeah. And um, with NF1, 50% of them get passed down. Mm-hmm. 50% of them are spontaneously wow. changed. Shelby is the only one with the spelling that she has. She has. Yep. And so they don't know like what could happen with her. Wow. So she's got like all the spots on her. Mm-hmm. She's got one bump so far. And she's seven or six? Five. She's only five. <laughs> Way to make me think. <laughs> <laughs> she's so like she's an old soul. Yeah. You, you talk to her, she's like a little liberty. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, and then this is the thing. So Noah's the only one with that variant. But they do have a two, uh, two brothers. The mom was the originator, so she had it on her X chromosome. She passed it. So to they her did boys. find somebody else with this. Well, theirs was on the one thousand nine hundred fifty seventh. And what's what's Noah's? One thousand nine hundred fifty second. Oh. So it's five away, but they have very similar symptoms as Noah. So she wasn't affected by it. So her dad had it. Um. Possibly. Right? Is that yeah, how it could have been. Or she it? could have been the originator. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, so okay. she could have been the originator like Noah, and then she passed it to her She sons. just didn't show it as much. She doesn't have symptoms because she has two X chromosomes, and the mm. body can kind of, like, overcompensate mm. and fix it. Mm. So a lot of us have variants that we're not affected by, but with two X chromosomes, they're, they're saying that it's like, oh, it can kind of, like, not show symptoms. So for Noah, it's on that gene and what happens is when all of your genes are coming together they're folding up on top Mm -hmm. of each other to build muscle well noah's is not folding properly all right welcome back after that little break the little break we just want to let everyone know that this podcast is funded and brought to you by first five of modoc but anyways so, Miss Tatum, you were talking about um, muscles and proteins that are normally, they have a certain way they twist, and they kind of look like a hair knot. And when they have the variant or something goes wrong in your DNA, they don't twist right. So what happened with Noah's? Well, so Noah, um, he is just building muscle slower than average slower than below average and not correctly and not correctly i mean he is forming muscle he probably will never be a bodybuilder (laughs) um he probably will not be a football quarterback you know and so there's there's things like that but he will continue to gain strength and the two brothers that also carry a similar variant um walked um between one of them walked at age eight and the other at ten noah is eight So that um, is that is really awesome yeah. to to and, walk, like, and when I say walk, that means independently without yeah. any assistance. So free. Like that walking. is something to look forward to. Of not course. like they didn't ever walk right. or something like mm-hmm. that is like a glimmer. Of so life. are these Noah's uncles or this nope. is totally separate? Non related. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, because none. This is not genetic. Noah's the originator, so we have no oh. people, or we don't even know them. Okay. I actually did reach out and. I told the geneticist, I said, please give my information and have that mom call me. I would love to talk to her. Um, I would love to ask the boys questions. 
Um, and I don't even know if they're in the, this country because of HIPAA. You know, you can't right. share that information. So I don't even know where they're from. Or... Did she ever reach out to you? No, I, not yet. But I this was in April when we finally got the diagnosis. And that was just during, like, the height of COVID. Yeah. So I'm not sure if I'm going to follow up. We have another meeting with them um, over the, the phone, you know. Uh, like, did you get my information? So Yeah, it would be nice to kind of yeah. see what they're, like, how they're their evolving with their what's go what mm -hmm. your future his and future support like system like. too yeah. because like with nf1 there is a support group there mm -hmm. are there's facebook groups and things That's like awesome. that to where you can share your yeah stories. yeah and yeah. like have questions or something like that mm -hmm. um so that would be really awesome to have somebody especially another mom that you can talk to mm -hmm. and she would probably just be like, oh, my gosh, somebody that can actually relate to me. Right. Well, yes. I just think, like, I'm the best resource of all time. She, you know, yeah. did. Plus for Noah. To I know. be able to see someone, like, yeah. that's like him. Right. Like, this This is what I have, but look what I can do. Mm -hmm. Like, what people say, no, look, I can do this. Yeah. And these people are, I'm not the only one. Right. So it would be so nice if Noah got to meet them. I think so, too. And I, I don't know if everybody knows, but Noah, um, I mean, he literally, he couldn't hold his head up until he was a year and a half old. He wasn't able to sit. Um, and even when he did sit, it was like tripod and both arms down, you know, and that wasn't until two. And so he's just, you know, he, he didn't crawl until he was about three and a half, almost four. Um, and then since then, he's been able to pull himself up to stand. He has, um, yeah, he has braces that so he walks in like what looks like a wheelchair, but it has like a bicycle seat and he can walk. Um, and so is that sit. specialized? Mm -hmm. so yeah. It's a Riften walker, which I think they make amazing products. Um, and so he can be mobile. And, and I noticed once he finally got strong enough, like I said in the beginning, Noah has given us everything he's got always from day one. And the more Noah has to give, the more we see. And when we got him upright and off the floor, like a baby, because, you know, kids start, oh, there's baby Noah. It's like, uh, he's older than you. <laughs> like, no. Um, you saw his social emotional growth because he was eye level or taller than kids younger than him. And then he was, he independent. was more independent and more accessible to um, his wants and things like that. So he can do that. Um, communication is a struggle. Um, those two brothers were also late to talk. Um, one of them talked at 16 and the other one didn't talk till 30. And the interesting thing about that, so they're way older, uh -huh, wow. is muscle. So your tongue is actually one of the strongest muscles in your entire bottle, bottle, body, <laughs> um, in your entire body. But people don't understand, but it's just such a small muscle, but it takes so much muscle, like development and practice to articulate and to speak mm -hmm. that Noah's tongue muscle is weaker than does he make his other muscles. noises he does and he does communicate and he does talk um there are some words that are like you just said yes or you just said mama or you just said dada but he's eight and saying things like dada mama you mm -hmm. know because Babies can do that. Mm -hmm. They haven't really established that muscle coordination yet. They haven't built it, haven't strengthened it up to communicate properly because they're babies. Noah's at that same pace. And what we've seen is as Noah has gotten stronger physically, he's in line as a neurotypical baby. Like 
kids don't run. I mean, they're not talking before they're running. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and so he's, so he's do, developing he's, in the right Right order. milestone, right order. Yes, yeah. but just years behind, you know. And it was fun when Lincoln, our youngest son, came, and he is, you know, he is neurotypical. It was kind of like a competition, like who's gonna, you know, will this be the motivation that Noah needs, you know, <laughs> to kind of watch it. And then it was bittersweet when you watched Lincoln surpass Noah in skills. And it's like I was just like, Lincoln would pull himself up, start walking, I just push him. Push down. him down. <laughs> Like, I'm bring your little, you know, bring your brother. Um, and so that that was a challenge in itself. Um, but yeah, there's there's no, and like I said, I want to connect with these family. It's not the same gene that has the variant, but the lab is um, gonna hopefully back their findings, the genesis finding, and then we could get an actual like diagnosing name. I'm hoping they call it like Noahism or something. <laughs> um, my younger brother always referred to to Noah as having Pharaohism, but like Noahism, like everyone just is going to carry him around all the time and feed him and do things. Yeah. Like he's completely capable. And and that's the one thing is we always had faith. Like you looked at Noah and you just knew there was so much in there that he wasn't able to show and demonstrate. And same with communication. We have a communication device now. Um, my husband's phenomenal at using it. I'm kind of like impatient, but I'm getting better. But Noah can, you know, he can select words and phrases on a, on a big iPad. And I would encourage any parent who has a nonverbal child to get that technology now and start using it. So Noah can say, I love you. I want to go outside. He can start prayer. He can say happy birthday. So he can have opportunities to connect in our language yeah and it empowers them and it is a pain you gotta drag around this big ipad and you forget it or it didn't get charged um but i would just really say to parents if you have a nonverbal child really try to use that you know technology and kids are so familiar with screens oh, yeah. already mm -hmm. and so it just can become a daily routine where you're at letting him make choices or your child make choices or say simple things Maybe just do it for a couple of things during the day, a nighttime routine, a dinner routine, a snack routine, a going outside or playing routine, but you just allow those moments because we have seen in our family how much empowerment it has given Noah, you know, because he can communicate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And he's especially if you said like his mind is there and is beautiful and he's like, amazing, but he's stuck in a body that just doesn't perform how frustrating it is and so and i think all kids you know with needs that are different or special needs or however you want to identify them i think there is now is like the best time to ever have a disability because we do have advancements in technology we have advancements in science and we're making changes and we're helping people and um we are fortunate and when you talk about like what is available Really, anything you want is available now. I mean, then you can print it up on a freaking three D printer if you want something yep. special, like <laughs> yeah. And so to just start, you know, with the basics. What do people need? They need to take care of food, drinks, you know, shelter. And if you can empower a kid to communicate those things, like covering that, like you're safe. Here's a button to say that you're scared or you're angry. Here's a button to get your basic needs taken care of 
from you, that then that's allowing that child to grow emotionally and mentally as well. Right. Like basic that's needs are being taken care too. of. Plus those outbursts that you probably see, mm -hmm. especially like in 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 this population, they're not able to articulate yeah. what they want. Mm -hmm. So having something like that reduces that frustration, exactly. which initiates those outbursts. I truly believe that behavior is communication. Mm -hmm. And some behaviors are more socially acceptable than others. And I think that's the problem with society is that we're not talking about all the behaviors enough to make them all socially acceptable. Mm -hmm. And by socially acceptable, I'm not saying that we shouldn't address them and support them, but we have to find out what they're communicating. And Noah, when he was in the the public school system, he would whine. And there was some general ed teachers that were like, ooh, he whines. And I'm like, oh, you don't care about that booger wiping little <laughs> turd monkey kid over there? Like, what, what do you mean? You're, you don't like the kid whining, but that little kid is wiping his boogers all over the place? Like, what? Kids are weird. Kids do weird things. And to me, I couldn't see it. But I wish I would have said to her, like, he's communicating. Mm -hmm. Just like the kid crying, just like the kid who keeps asking you 500 questions, mm -hmm. just like the kid who keeps pushing that other kid down, they're trying to say something. Noah is using what he's got, and he knows mm, it's going to get him something. Right. You know? And so I just remember thinking like, oh, we got to start looking at our behaviors of our kids you, as communication. Do you think that was like lack of education on her part maybe? Yeah. Because like... Honestly, I go and sub for the preschools yeah. and um, like uh, every single day I'm like scared to death in a way because like I don't, I, I'm a mom. That's, that's my qualifications, mm -hmm. you know, but like if there was somebody that had any special needs, like I would not know how to help them. I would not know, you like know, I ask questions every, well, not even boundaries. Like yeah. I wouldn't know. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not educated on that. I don't have a child with special needs, so I'm not, I've never taken a course. Even at preschool, every single day, I'm asking questions of the teachers like, hey, those kids are fighting. What should I do? Mm -hmm. You know, or what's the best way to go about this? Mm -hmm. or, you know? Right. And so, like, I feel like, yeah. especially here. Right. Because we don't have a really big pool of people that are willing to do this. Mm -hmm. Like, do you think maybe it's kind of a lack of education or a lack of uh, experience or? Yeah, I guess it. I think the aids are hard to come by because this is a challenging, you know, field of work for mm -hmm. them. So we end up in, they might not get paid as well as maybe they should. Maybe. So yeah. we might have one expert, but then you have all those kids in there and these other people that aren't experts in that field and they're just trying, trying, but they may not have any idea like That's which true. conditions. Right it's normal for that to happen or how to enhance right. or how right. to deal with this. And I guess the simple answer for me is um, do what a kid would do. Yeah. Because kids don't focus on inabilities. Mm -hmm. Kids are not focused on a negative attribute of a child. Mm -hmm. Okay. They see only possibilities and opportunities for inclusion. It's adults and even more trained and experienced and educated adults become very blinded to what's really there. And I, I don't think it's a lack of education. I think it's a lack of um, and not realizing that it's still it's a kid first. 
-hmm. know, it's a kid first, not a disability. And if we start looking at how kids interact with Noah, they want to touch his walker. They want to yeah. push him. They he whines. He whines, and they want to figure out what he wants. <laughs> you know. Whereas some educators are like, "Don't touch that. That's his walker. Don't touch it." You basically just told them not to touch my son. Right. That's a part of him. You yeah. just literally said, "Don't touch my son." Or another one that I that I'm always kind of uncomfortable with is, "Don't look." Oh, don't stare. Oh, don't stare. Yeah. Oh, oh. And like, I'm sorry, but like, especially with little kids, they, they do stare. They want to know. Yeah. And ask questions. questions. Honestly, yesterday I was at mm -hmm. volunteering at Shelby's class and mm -hmm. there's a little girl and she's not in Shelby's class, but she's, um, doesn't have all of her fingers or okay. something, you know? And one of the little boys in Shelby's class was like, Hey teacher, you know, like, mm -hmm. Uh, I see something like, like, like something new. It's something different. Uh, there's something. There's something wrong with her hand. You know, he was concerned about right, it. Right, right. You know, and the teacher, she got down. I was really like impressed with how she handled it. She yeah. didn't just say, "Oh, you know, don't whatever. look or don't yeah. stare." Yeah. She got down to his level and mm -hmm. said, "That's the way that her hand was made." Yeah. And she doesn't have the same hand as we do. It's okay. Mm -hmm. But what can what can she do still? And yeah, you could yeah. ask a kid and they would come up with these amazing things like, oh, they could still, she could still catch a ball or, yeah. oh, maybe. She's she just running around playing tag. Yeah, she know, could cut so. the fingers off her gloves. I mean, kids are so, like, they're not, you know, they have been knocked down by society. He was just like, their ideas were silly yeah. yet, that they can just come up with the coolest things. Yeah, but he was just like, oh, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. And was like, totally fine. But if she would have been like, don't look, you do you think he would have not looked? No. no. And it created then he probably would have gone over there and like, so it's, to me, I was like, yeah, that's the way, like mm -hmm. education and let them, mm -hmm. like, I remember I went to kindergarten with a little girl that also her hand wasn't formed yeah. all the way. And yeah. I remember I was the only one that would hold her hand Aww. when we'd all like do ring around the rosy and Aww. things like that. And like, I couldn't understand why nobody else wanted to hold her hand because yeah. it was so soft. <laughs> like, it, I don't know. See how you saw it? That yeah. was a test. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and that. so, like, but that's what I feel that it shouldn't be like a, like you said, don't touch, don't look, don't, right. you should be like, come over Ask here. Ask questions. Yes. Yeah. Or, hey, um, let's see how Noah can participate but in there's, this. I feel like there's some parents that don't like those questions because they feel like it's intrusive. Or, you know, just by people asking questions because not everybody has, you know. And, and I would say every parent is entitled to that. Mm -hmm. But I also, I also think to myself, like, um, I would rather kids talk about Noah than act like he's not there. Yeah. No, yeah, because then yeah. that's also, like you said, good for him. Yeah. Because if they're, yeah, you know, close to him and talking to him right. or trying to talk to him or, you know, mm -hmm. because it is hard to, to, if you're not like, even for me to try to have a conversation mm -hmm. with him without him not talking back to me or something, yeah. that would be hard for me. But I bet if you asked Shelby or, or Natalie, mm -hmm. Hey, how do you, how could I talk to Noah? They could come up with like 10 ways yeah. for you to talk with him. Exactly. Because they also don't have, like with me, it would yeah. be more of a, um, lack of confidence. Yeah. Because, I wouldn't be sure that I'm doing it right. Right. Because it's different. Because just add normal to yeah. it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like, it was weird for me to talk to my own baby before she could not talk. 
Because we're not used to it. I didn't know if I was doing it right. right. <laughs> you were overthinking it. Oh, oh totally. I Should I baby talk? Should I not baby talk? Should I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't Google anything or Pinterest anything because you're wrong no matter what. No matter what you're doing. <laughs> but I, I remember because my daughter and your son Noah were in the same preschool, preschool together. Mm-hmm. And I love teacher Amy. I just love her. Yes. And she was doing what the guy with the hats. Mm-hmm. That, that story and she had all the parents come and Noah was the center. He was the tree. Yes. Oh my God. He was the center and all the kids would come up and like, he was like the center attention. I thought it was great. Yeah. I just loved it. And all those kids loved Noah and Juliana would come home and tell me all the stories about Noah. It was great. It was just so great. And I really loved how teacher Amy did that. Yes. It was preschool was definitely fun. Mm -hmm. It was fun. Um, So, now we know about Noah. Yes. Let's talk about you for a minute. Okay. <laughs> so you seem like unbelievably strong and going through all this, <laughs> even though I hate to like tattle on you right now, but you have tears in your eyes, but I did tattle on you. It but- was Manny talk- talking with <laughs> a little girl. And I wanted to say that's because you have an amazing mom. <laughs> but so tell me how you felt just dealing with this and not having an answer for so long. Oh geez. Um, I can, I can actually tell you when it happened. Um, so no answer. I had to give it to God. So you have great support. You have your your mom and your dad. But still, going through this, they don't know what you're going through because they've never been oh. through this. And oh. then your husband. And, but, you know, but my parents have never gone through this either. Right. So they they struggle. I mean, it's a struggle to have a, a grandson that you're like, ooh, what is this? Is he going to die? And then not only are they struggling because it's their grandson, but they're watching their daughter go through it too. Yeah. Right. So everybody has their own way. But I remember um, David and I were like, you know, you fantasize about having kids. Oh, yeah. Yep. yep. They're all going to be doctors and lawyers. And they're all <laughs> going to be amazing at sports. Mm-hmm. And they're all going to be beautiful. And you want his eyes and my hair color and his skin tone and my nose. And you have all these things. Never once did I think, oh, God, I hope he walks. <laughs> right? You know, yeah. oh, God, I hope he can talk. Yeah. Um, I hope he, you know, is a musician or does whatever. And now it's like, I could care less. Mm-hmm. You know, I just want him to be a good person or to be healthy, you know. You know what, though, like, I and I've learned so much from you as a mom. Oh, thank you. Because not only how strong you are with Noah, how amazing you are with Liberty. Oh, yeah. My favorite, um, what is it, An- um, not analogy. Oh. Was, yes, the great <laughs> <laughs> about... Liberties, you tell it. You were so good at it no. because it is stuck with no, me. No, it's stuck with you. Oh, yeah, no, you tell it. <laughs> I'll probably one. say it wrong. No, you won't. You but won't um, I tried it with Shelby, and it didn't. It wasn't nearly as good as the way that it worked out with you. Mm-hmm. But you said that Liberty had like was going was eating some grapes, mm-hmm. and she was like, "I don't want to eat this one. It's mm-hmm. not. It doesn't look like the others. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's bruised. It's got the skin on it doesn't look the same as these others." Mm-hmm. And you had told her like. You can't look at that grape and judge it. How by it's looking. gonna taste? Yeah. yeah. 
and she tasted it and it did taste just as good as all the other grapes. Mm -hmm. And you use mm -hmm. that as a teaching moment to say like, not everyone looks the same and some people look different, but mm -hmm. doesn't mean they can't be as fun or wonderful and nice yes. and smart. And that, that analogy is just stuck with me <laughs> forever. I think that's just right. amazing. I think you're such a Oh, great person you. inside and out. Oh, thank you. But I will say to handle it, the strength, um, I used to cry every day. And sometimes it was happy. And other times it was like devastating. And then, you know, you would hear about someone losing their child and you'd be like, oh, mine's still alive. Oh, perspective has changed. But then you would be sad, you know. And so I was just these constant ups and downs. And I literally would cry every day. And I finally was like, um... I can't keep crying. Um, and, and I think people turn to God in their darkest hours, which I don't think is always the best thing. But um, I just, I went over Noah's crib and I just like, I cannot take this anymore. I can't carry it. I give it to you. And I felt this weight of like, ugh, gone. And I started to look at my son and say, whatever God has planned, I'm ready. That's awesome. You yeah. gave me goosebumps, man. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard. It's funny. I'll tell you. I think one of the most challenging things about being a parent of, you know, an atypical, two atypical, or one atypical and two neurotypical kids, um, is there these moments when you fail as a parent? And you know you didn't do it right and you made mistakes because we're human. But I have to fail in both categories at one time. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not even a good special ed parent. You're not even a good normal parent. <laughs> you failed at both sides. And that is a challenge. Um, and I do, like, I fight because I never want to take things away from Noah, or I mean, from Lincoln and Liberty. Right. Because Noah has to do it differently. And I also don't want to take their struggles away. Lincoln's still too young to have like social like struggles, but like it's funny because like with Lib at her age, she's 10 now, it was like, oh, so-and-so had a party and I didn't invite it. And she's like sad. And my first thought is like, you can walk and talk. Get over it. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, oh, you didn't get invited to a birthday party. Who cares? But then I don't want to take that because that's real for her. Mm -hmm. right? You don't want to, to minimize her feelings. Feelings because they're real. And she's, she, you know, she's validated in those feelings. And so um, there's these moments where I'm like, oh, and then I'll kind of, I do, I kind of put it in perspective for her because Liberty and Lincoln are, they have adversity having Noah. Mm -hmm. They see the world different. And they know no different. I mean, Noah is always their brother and it's always been. You know, and just like my husband and I, he is our son. We don't know Noah any other way. There wasn't a horrible accident that changed Noah's life. We have been in this journey from the very beginning. And so when I talk to my family about it, our lives are not different to us. Mm -hmm. Like, this is how just we like live. just like anybody else having a baby. Right. But I understand how it is different from others. Mm -hmm. And it, I am constantly reminded that I have a son with a disability. Like it'll catch me off guard. Something weird will be said or a friend will ask me something or something comes out of nowhere and I'm like offended at first. Like, why would you even ask me that? And I'll be like, oh yeah, cause I know her. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> you asked me to be on the podcast for special needs. And I was like, at first I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> like, it's really that kind of like, of course she would ask me why. Why didn't she ask me? I do have a kid with special needs, but it, it doesn't register because I'm just so used to it. Mm -hmm. um, and there's times like emotional moments, like, like I said, like Liberty gets upset about not getting invited to a party. And I'm like, uh, I'm upset that people don't even know Noah's in their class right. or that they don't even acknowledge Noah and ask him if he knows his sight words, you know, like there's a different kind of like not being accepted that I do think is important for kids and especially our kids to know. Um, and especially if they have special situations, they should be allowed to participate in everything that our kids I, are to a safe and, you know, a safe as as way for them. Right. Teach kid it's individual. You know, yeah. but yeah. we shouldn't be like, they're different so they can't go or they can't be a part or they can't do what we're doing or we're not going to let them color or be in our reading circle or whatever. Mm -hmm. Make the accommodations that work for everybody. Right. Isn't that how we begin with inclusiveness is we right. inclusive and bring everyone together by right. separating them out. What are we teaching them? Which is where I think education can, can really ruin it. Mm -hmm. Where if we just approached it like kids, Kids are so kind. I'll, I'll give an example. Um, I'm coaching basketball, and Noah is signed up for AAU, and my daughter is signed up, and there's a whole group of kids, and they're out there playing, and I blow the whistle, and all the kids line up, and a young boy who is in Noah's grade, Noah, come on, let's go, like doesn't even think twice. Like, why wouldn't Noah be lining up to be <laughs> He's in his walker. Why wouldn't mm -hmm. he? And it was just like, I watched him. And they went around the laps. And they came back. And Noah was still there. And then he started yelling at Noah. Like, we have to run laps. <laughs> and then the other kids are like, don't be lazy. And I thought to myself, yeah. What is wrong with you, Noah? Don't be lazy. You know? And they didn't. They would do drills. They didn't discriminate. Yeah. Because they would like, do drills and they would be like, no, are you going to take a turn and pass him the ball? Like, it didn't even enter their mind that he couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. they, like, they don't lower their expectations. But adults, we now, can do Do you think that some parents do lower their expectations for their kids, though, and want them to, like, no, you shouldn't be yelling at my kid. Like, oh, they know. can't do that. Like, I don't know. Maybe. And then that's their story. And that's where and it's like scary hard. because yeah. like I'm one of those people that I don't want to rock the boat with anybody. And right. so like, I just don't say anything. <laughs> and I guess I think the best thing to do, I guess my advice would just to ask the parent. I mean, it wouldn't hurt to ask. Because that's where mm -hmm. like, that's why I think we're bringing you on because yeah. I feel like, and a lot of people, maybe it's an uncomfortable thing because we were raised with the don't stare. Right. Parents, right. You know? Yeah. I mean... I think we had one black person in town when we were little. Mm -hmm. And like, I remember asking mom why God burnt his skin, oh, wow. you know? And she was like, oh, how do you? <laughs> like, <laughs> and you're Native American, so <laughs> she's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah. So we were talking, Tatum, just about how you felt with all of this. Do you ever feel alone? Um, no. And I think the small town helps. I think that there's enough people who, if they don't actually get it, 
And by get it, I mean like you have someone close to you who has special needs or you are just born with that natural, like, I get it. Like everyone's different and I embrace that and I love that. Um, there's just enough run-ins and, you know, crossover between friends that I think people get more comfortable. And so I do feel like the advantage of being in a small town with a child that has significant needs like Noah is huge because I do feel like people see Noah. I do feel like people recognize Noah. I, I have, we have a lot of good friends or even acquaintances who kids will, hi Noah, hey Liberty, hi Lincoln. Like they'll go, they'll jump in the car and say hi to Noah and they'll play with his cars and they don't even, you know, it's not a hesitation thing. And that's a lot to do with the parents. The parents are like, yeah, he has a disability, get over it. You know, he's different, mm -hmm. he's awesome. Or the kids don't even see it. And the parents still encourage them to, um, they just know that that's him. Noah. That's Noah. Yeah. yeah. And so I think that's a huge advantage. I do think I, I'm alone sometimes in advocating for stuff here. We are limited. Um, and there are, there are some amazingly talented, gifted people in this community who would bend over backwards for resources and supports and services for our kids. But as far as like, a lot of activities, um, a lot of groups or um, accommodations um, for my son. That's where I struggle. Um, I know it's probably no secret, but we left the public school system and started at the charter because Noah was denied um, his right to ride on the school bus for a field trip in kindergarten. And it was devastating. And their response was it was against their policy because they didn't they don't have a handicap accessible bus. They don't? No, they don't. Didn't they used to? No. Are no. you sure? Yes. Didn't wasn't that the short bus? Um, so th there is a short bus by that what you're saying a special needs bus. So that is a bus, and but not all have, students like, the could... wheelchair accessible thing in it. Though? Right. So I'm glad you point that out. So there is an alternative bus to ride, but that's not the bus that all students can ride on. So my son would still be segregated. He would have to write behind, Kinda follow like behind the Like the cheerleaders bus. were? Yeah. yeah. So you know a little bit what that feels yeah. like. Sure do. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, he couldn't actually ride with his entire class. And he could not go to and from. And, you know, we had just come from Sacramento where he had ridden a city bus. And he loved it. And it right. was amazing. And, and every kid wants to ride the school, school bus. bus. Every kid. And not the one that you referred to as the short bus, right? They want the real bus, the yeah. big bus, right? They want to ride with, with all the other kids. Yeah, for sure. Right. And so because we're in a small little rural community, there is not a bus that all students can ride on. So he would be all alone. He would. And they were and like, oh, you can bus. invite friends. And I, you know, I have a, a, a coworker that was like, well, I don't like my kid riding on the bus anyways. It's dangerous. Like, I wouldn't care. And I'm like, well, it's really easy for you to say because your kid can ride the bus. Right. Like, it's really easy to stand on that, like, you know, podium. But then and say, there's oh. that, like, always trying, like, uh -huh. that's where you're like, I don't say anything because I don't want to say the wrong thing. <laughs> you know? I would say saying nothing is probably worse than saying the wrong thing. You think so? I do. Because if you say nothing, then I feel like you're not even seeing them. Mm -hmm. And so I, I personally, but I can't speak for all parents with special needs, you know, we all have a different story, but that's everybody, right? Parents, mm -hmm. parenting is hard. 
Parenting is yeah. difficult. It's the hardest thing ever. It so <laughs> is. And I think we need to stop being segregated as parents. I think we can start looking that my parenting may look different, but golly, it's just as hard as yours. Mm-hmm. It but, really is. But having you on this podcast or anything, like having you as a resource or having you talk about it can help. I agree. Like just hearing like your grape thing, like I'm totally going to use that with my kids. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's my favorite. Yeah. And <laughs> it like, was so true. It was a great. And I don't even know if the grape was good to her. I think she truly believed it after listening to me. Aww. You know, and I think that's really. She has a really good soul too. She does. I love her. Thank you. And I think that comes from having a brother who is different. I think she was that way to begin with, honestly. I mean, I do see that like having her, a brother maybe lets that personality shine through. Yeah. But I think she's that way. Maybe God knew what he was doing. He was like, I'm going to have to give you Liberty first (laughs) so you can handle the Noah. And then we're going to kick it up with Lincoln at the end. So you can all come together. Um, And I do believe that. Like I said, you know, we we gave it to God because it was too hard for us to carry, Mm -hmm. you know, and but we, you know, um, coincidentally or ironically, Noah's middle name is Fidelis. Um, it's from the Marine Corps. My husband is a combat oh, yes. Marine. Liberty is also, right? Yes. Uh-huh. But um, it's Semper Fi, which always, it means always faithful. Mm. And Fidelis is his middle name. And oh. we have always had to have faith that Noah was going to be Noah. And we needed to wait it out. And um, I feel like that's really what we have done as a family. We just take whatever new opportunities that are given um, and doors that are shut. You know, we having the rejection from the bus led us to a new school at New Day. And I absolutely love that program for our kids. Um, we, we miss things from the public school, don't get me wrong, but I would never have thought, Ooh, sending my kid to, you know, homeschool. What? Um, you know, there was just it was against everything that I'd ever done, but it opened up this whole nother world that I'm so grateful for and that my kids are thriving in and that um, has given them this opportunity to spend time at home and with family and work at their own pace, their accelerated pace for Liberty and their scaffold pacing for Noah. Um, mm-hmm. And then really taking time to work on his communication. It's a little more one-on-one too. Yeah. Because like, let me tell you, going into those schools, it's it's hard for those kids to learn if there's a few kids in there that are so super distracting mm-hmm. it is so hard enough for the kids that are trying to learn right. to learn mm-hmm. and so that's where it's like well i've know. just gotten to see liberty she just has ownership in her learning like now it's all uh, on her you know yeah. she's not on the teacher anymore mm-hmm. it's on liberty um and the best thing you know that came out of it liberty was like i'm free She's like, I can go to the bathroom when I want to go to the bathroom. I can get a glass of water when I want to get a glass of water. I go outside. I can take a break. And she just loved that freedom. And it was not something I was used to or even her. So it's been wonderful and it's been a gift. And like I said, the pain comes. And I I get hit. Like I said, I I forget that I have a special needs kid and things will remind me. And then I'll have to, like, put myself in check and realize that people maybe just don't ask or they don't know. And like I said, to be a resource, I would really just say, ask the parent. There's no, you know, nothing that you could say wrong. I think it's worse to ignore and not find ways to, for inclusion and ask your kids to. So other moms mm-hmm. that are listening, mm-hmm. and if they have like 
a concern. Like you had a concern mm-hmm. when he was born. Yeah. You know, intuition, that mommy intuition, man, listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Don't let uh, someone tell you no. If it's where still there. Where do you think you should start? To ask questions. Yeah. In general, um, if you early if intervention is key. I, I attest, um, like I said, Noah has always given everything he's got, but we had a really amazing team early on. Mm-hmm. Um, we went through early intervention with Timory Blankenship, who is a godsend to this world. She is one of the most amazing. So, people like, ever. how would you get a hold of her? Is she through the school? She's through Modoc County Office of Education. Okay. And so I know Timory because she did the playgroups, and yeah. I really missed the playgroups. Mm-hmm. She's zero to five, I believe. Um, but then she can pull in all those resources and assessments and stuff like that as far as getting, um, how, now is that get, NCOE? You can find that like Google it or and, something. And you can get re, you can get referrals from your doctor for that. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you're part of early head start, early they can refer. Well. I can referral if you're part of our program. So yeah, getting them in. And even if she doesn't find anything, it's another set of eyes on that child. So it's not like you're being forgotten or not like, so there's someone else to take your opinion besides like one doctor says, oh, there's nothing wrong, but this is another person that specializes in this. So there might be something this doctor's not familiar with, but this one is. Mm -hmm. And plus Tim Marie will know, like Mm -hmm. if you're having gas, you know, you need gas to get to all all these places Mm because specialists are UC Davis, Mm -hmm. Shriner, Sacramento, Mm -hmm. Portland, like that's expensive. So there are resources for gas vouchers and there are help for those people, even if it's not locally. Right. Mm -hmm. But you can start locally if Mm -hmm. you have a concern. Mm -hmm. Um, What about like, is there any like groups, like support groups for the moms or for the like families out there? But see, I guess that's where I would be torn. I would almost think more of an inclusive parent group. Just a normal, just be, yeah. I mean, I think, like I said, it's different, sure, but I don't think that it's so different that we couldn't connect on the same level. And you know what? I feel the same way, honestly. I just like to ask questions, you know? Yeah. But with Shelby's NF1, she can get bumps on the end of every single nerve. Right. So if you've ever Googled NF1 photos, it's devastating. Right. Because that's a very, um, bumps can be everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, already she has all the cafe all the taste spots everywhere, mm-hmm. along with the beautiful scar now that is super, <laughs> super woman. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a pretty amazing scar. She's proud of it. Good for her. <laughs> but um, there's, my whole outlook on it is I want people to like her. Yeah. I want them to know who she is and love her so that if or when she does get these spots which or bumps mm-hmm. which happen during puberty of course the worst Aww, possible yeah. time i mean you're already breaking out and all mm-hmm. this and hormonal and crazy yeah so um that's when it could pop up the most okay. and um but i'm like if she has that good support system those best friends already yeah hopefully they won't won't even care. It won't even matter. Right. And I want her just to be a good person so that people aren't, you deserved it, you little snot. You're like, I just yeah. want her to be, oh. you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. And I would, I mean, I guess I would say having stuff like that isn't much different from, you know, having adversity for nationality or religion mm-hmm. or sexual preference or a physical disability. Like, I think a lot of people in this community could still connect with you. 
and it may look different, but yeah, you know, people may stare at her. Mm -hmm. But then they should ask questions. They should. And like, and and, her story. And I have let her know from the very beginning that she has an F1 and Mm -hmm. we, you know, she hears me talk about it because I don't want it to be like a hush, hush, secret thing. Yeah. I don't want it to Mm be an, you shouldn't be embarrassed about it. It's part Mm -hmm. of you. It's what you, that's part of your genes. That's the same thing with Liberty and Lincoln with Noah. I'm always like, your brother has a disability. He's not a baby. Like people will be like, oh, you're, ba-, you know, Noah's a baby, he still crawls or whatever. And Liberty be like, no, he has a muscular disability. Oh. You know, it's like, no, he's uh-huh. not a baby, you know? And I just wanted her to always advocate for him. Right. And I want people to ask questions, but I also want them to be informed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the power in it too. And kids stare at Noah all the time. And I always love to catch those stares. Mm-hmm. And I'll get down at their level and be like, do did you want to ask a question? This That's is amazing. Like, yeah. and, and I love that. They, I freaking love that. And they do. And they always want to be like, it's always about his walker. I saw lights. And I'm like, only <laughs> when he goes really fast. He could Does chase you. Does he have you. those light up? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm like, yeah, he wheels. could chase you. <laughs> and then he almost always has a car with him, right? And so kids will just come and play with it. And we, you know, we got a 4-H and the kids just don't care. You know, they just play with it and they... Put on the ground and then Noah has to get out of his walker and crawl after it and get mm-hmm. after it and the kids just don't care and but I'm always encouraging and and parents too it's really funny I have a horrific parenting story that's <laughs> is it gonna take longer than five minutes oh geez probably but I can try <laughs> um but you know I think as a as parents we, we we make mistakes all the time but Noah's um we took him to the Sundial Bridge and running and it was right when COVID hit last year and oh. so school was out and we had an appointment for the dentist appointments and I was like oh we need to get outside and we'll go we'll go walk the Sundown Bridge and I had seen this like Instagram photo of my family of five Noah Lincoln and Liberty and my husband and I just walking across and I would even ask like a stranger to take our picture because it was going to be this amazing <laughs> event with Noah and his gate trainer going across the bridge of course, um, nothing as parenting, you know, goes as planned that you have in your mind. And Noah gets like three or four steps on that glass bridge. And then he just realizes he's suspended <gasps> on a glass bridge and there's rushing water. And oh, you can see it. Oh, you, yeah. you've never been there? Yeah. No. Oh, you they built it go. after I moved away. Oh, I you need to go. <laughs> yeah. Your kids would love it. It is a little. Um, but the water is rushing mm-hmm. through, and all of a sudden, Noah's fight or flight is just like triggered, right? <laughs> well, he locks his legs and he just starts screaming. And my husband, um, he's like, get him off the bridge. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no one can get himself off the bridge. And he's like, get him off the bridge, you know? And there's like this violinist, violinist playing, and there's some poetry <laughs> reading, and this couple on a date, and he's like, there's He's screaming, and I'm like, I don't care. Noah needs to figure out that he can get himself off the bridge. <laughs> and David's just like, oh, and Liberty's like, oh, and Lincoln's like, hey, you know, like, ah. So they kind of like step away, and I'm just waiting for Noah to get himself off the bridge to rescue himself because I think, oh, he's going to figure this out, and then he's going to be fine. We can go across the bridge. Well, like his one little leg starts to give out, and he starts to shake, and he starts to swivel backwards. And my husband, who is like five steps ahead of me all the time, right, he's like, he's going to go through the railing, like, his little wheels will go into the, the, the grate right there. And I'm like, no, they won't. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> and so he swivels back. He goes up suspended oh, like two oh, inches oh, off no. of the ground, just like 
like frozen and it's just like he was so like terrified he couldn't even make a noise right? oh my god and david's like and I'm like, no, he's going to get himself down. And sure enough, it felt like maybe 15 minutes, but I think it was only like seven. Noah finally like gets enough clarity and like rocks forward, comes off the bridge. And like, he starts to go into like the museum and I'm like, oh, we're going to go to the museum. And David's like, no, we're going home. We're leaving. And I'm like, no, Noah got himself off the bridge and he wants to go to the museum and we're going to go. And David's just like, no, we're not. That was terrifying. He's not going to collect himself. He's going to be miserable this whole entire time. He's like, let's just call it quits. Like, the more you push him, the less likely he's ever going to want to come here ever again. See, Noah sounds like Shelby, my Shelby. Yeah. Because <laughs> Shelby would be like, nope. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we go into the museum and the man at the front desk asks, you know, is everything okay? And I'm like, yes, is everything okay with you? <laughs> and I was like, I would like five tickets, please. And he was like, to come into the museum? And I was like, yes. And he was like, oh, well, they're kind of expensive if you're not gonna stay very long. And I'm like, excuse me, sir, why would you think that I wouldn't stay here? And I like look behind me and my husband's pissed off. Liberty and Lincoln are just over it. <laughs> Noah is still crying hysterically, like snow bubbles and drool. And I was like, I'm sorry. Is my perfectly normal family of five not allowed to buy tickets to your museum, sir? And he was like, no, I was just trying to be nice. I go, were you? Because it didn't feel very nice when I asked for five tickets and you're telling me I'm not going to stay very long. And he was like, you know, ma'am, um, you're just going to, I'll give you my family pass. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'll take your family pass. Thank you. We were there for like maybe three minutes before he had a call quit <laughs> So I sent him a nice thank you. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> but so it's true. Like, there's just these moments of, you know, we are, we are different, not different for us, but we're different for others. But I think like the less we segregate and the less yeah. we label and the more we just see Noah as a kid, then I think we can all just have kids see, together. Like the more we have parents that are just parents. And that story, we all have stories like that yeah. without the wheelchair. Or, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. When you tell your husband, like, no, my kids can do this. We're going to do this. And he's like, no, no, I, I know this is going to turn out bad. <laughs> Listen to me. And I'm like, oh, you don't know yeah. what you're talking about. Right? I know it. We're doing it now. Let's go. And then you're like well, 30 you minutes later going, yeah, I know you were right. Shut up. I got you. Don't rub it in. And Joanne's gives you a candy bar because she feels really really bad for you because of how awful your kid is acting oh, oh i remember that story. oh it was a really bad day really <laughs> bad day. it was about a year ago i think it was on my facebook yep. it was almost a year ago yeah. um yeah that was memorable too so mm -hmm. i mean like but we, we just we have our similarities that, like, yeah but you just build that relationship where your parents first Mm -hmm. And then maybe you can have those differences later. But man, who doesn't have a disability? You know, yeah. quote. But there's something our kids are all struggling with. There's something us as parents are all struggling with. And so if we can just cut that label out first and just be kids and parents, I think we'd be more successful. Danum. I love you, but we gotta go. We do. I, I know. Luckily, Mandy has this like gotta go situation she has it, to go i have to go because if not i think we would talk like joe rogan and be like three hours or It'd four hours and my husband would hate me <gasps> and he would hate me yeah at least now he has no idea that i'm having so much fun doing this i know so. and thank all of our <laughs> listeners our listeners are amazing i have been pretty much like almost stalked today That's waiting awesome. for your episode by the way oh, from this wonderful. morning till 
we went and closed, like, we were off work. They were, like, pacing my door. They're like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Oh, I hope it was worth listening to. So, oh, yeah. Yes. Thank you for having me. And like I said, if you ever have questions. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was you. absolutely wonderful. And next week we are talking about preschools. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yes. and like, because that's also another parent's stress is like schools in general. And like in Alturas, preschools are the only ones that you actually have a choice in where your kid goes. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but we, it's, it's a lot more like, we're going to have some deep questions. It's going to be serious. It was very good. (laughs) Thank you for coming. And we so love you. And we will have cups that we will give you. They're in the mail. They're coming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to say you're a VIP guest on the, Mm -hmm. uh, the real mamas of Modoc. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for coming. We're all mamas. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for listening. And we really, really love all of our listeners. So please keep listening and share our podcast so we get more and more. Me and Mandy are like determined to be podcast famous. Yep. At least in Modoc County. Yeah, Modoc County famous, baby. Yeah, I have right. some famous friends. I'm not a country phone. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's better than like all my exes live in Texas, which mine do. So. <laughs> That could be a great episode. Mamas talk about their exes. Yeah. (laughs) All right. right, Well, thank you. Bye. Bye.